The following program is made possible by the faithful support of our viewers and sponsors. You see, Moses saw the backside of God, right? Today, we can see the fullness of that glory because it's being revealed through Jesus. Oh, dear friend, you need to learn to gaze at the face of Jesus. Because when you learn to gaze at his face and enjoy his countenance, enjoy his eyes, the fire that beams from his eyes and through his eyes, it pierces your heart, your soul, and all your being. And then there is a transformation that's going to take place. Well, the glory of God is the person of God. According to this scripture we're going to read here shortly, God talks to Moses. And he doesn't separate himself from his glory. Exodus chapter 20, 33, verse 20 and 22. Exodus 33, verse 20 and 22. But he, God, said... You cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, Here is my, by me a place. You shall stand on the rock. Remember the rock is Jesus. So it shall be while my glory passes by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Did you see the connection? He connects himself with the glory. He says, I'll cover you as my glory passes by. And then before the verse ends, he says, and I'll cover you with my hand before I pass by. So the glory of God is a person of God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to show you here in the, according to the scripture. You see, when we are encountering God, we're encountering his glory. When we encounter his glory, we're encountering God. Amen? Yeah. They are one yeah. and the same. Yeah. That's why he says that he desires for the whole earth to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Why? Because the knowledge of the glory of God of the Lord actually is the knowledge of God the triune God he says I want this whole earth to be filled with the knowledge of me amen but again you have to remember that this is in answer to the prayer that Moses asked to the request show me your glory and then God is coming down and he says if you see my face right now you're going to die. But I'm going to hide you in the cleft of the rock. Now, I'll dwell on that a little bit later because the rock is Jesus. You see, Moses saw the backside of God, right? Today, we can see the fullness of that glory because it's being revealed. 
through Jesus. Oh, dear friend, you need to learn to gaze at the face of Jesus. Because when you learn to gaze at his face and enjoy his countenance, enjoy his eyes, the fire that beams from his eyes and through his eyes, it pierces your heart, your soul, and all your being. And then there is a transformation that's going to take place. Because when Moses encounters the glory of God, God himself, amen, he's a new man. When you and I encounter the glory of God, I'm going to show you there's a transformation that happens when you're in the glory. Amen? So here, it shows God says, I am the glory to Moses. Okay? In verse 23, he says, I'll take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Okay? And he's hiding. But now, the face of God, the glory of God, is unveiled. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. Listen to this. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light, listen to this, of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. You see, when Moses encountered the glory, God had to hide his, hide his face. Okay? Because he couldn't handle it. Today, we can encounter the full knowledge of that glory of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit with no veil. Because it's in the face of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, dear friend, God desires you to be filled, saturated, soaked, and pickled in the glory of God. And that glory is in the face of Jesus. You need to look into his face. You need to look into his eyes. You need to learn to enjoy the gaze upon his face. Because you know what? As you gaze upon his faith, his countenance, his beauty, you are gazing upon God. Amen? And there is a, a divine exchange that is taking place. Because you are encountering the glory of God. Like Moses, God doesn't have to put a veil over your eyes. He doesn't have to hide you. Because he has already hidden you in the rock that is Jesus Christ. That's why if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. You have access to the glory of God. You can live a life in the glory and a life for the glory of God. Why? Because you are in Christ. You are in the glory. <laughs> that is wonderful news, friend. You are not in a religion. You are in Christ. You are in this relationship. You are in God. Because of the relationship. You see, the glory of God is God himself. Okay? But now, is God revealing himself without no veil. Okay? All you have to do is come to Jesus. If you don't know him, get to know him. Through his blood, you come, and then you have a relationship, and you begin to love on him, look his, into his eyes, and he begins to look at you. And as that is going place on, there's a divine exchange. Your countenance will change. Your spirit man, your soul, I'm going to show you. That's why I call this the wonder of the glory of God. The wonders. You see, there are miracles the glory of God does. 
And I'm going to show you the glory is separate from the power. Amen? And so here, we begin to encounter the glory as we're encountering Jesus. As we're encountering God the Father. As we're encountering the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's a beauty. You see, the glory of God is the person of Jesus. According to the scripture we just read. But also the glory of God is the person of the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 7 that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone to profit with all. Amen? But then to really understand it, when you read the verses that follow, it talks about the manifestation of the glory. Amen? But before the manifestation of the, of the power, there is the manifestation of the glory. Rather, I should put it. And so the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone. Jesus in Acts 1.8, he says, Ye shall receive power. After what? After the Holy Spirit has come. But power is a manifestation of the glory. So that makes the Holy Spirit the glory of God. Because there is no manifestation of power without the glory. And so Jesus is saying, when the Holy Spirit comes, the glory of God comes on you, there's going to be a manifestation in the power. So put that in your spirit. When you are seeking God, show me your glory. Actually, you are asking God to show you himself. The triune God. God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? And so that is part of his glory. So Jesus gave me this revelation a few days ago by the Holy Spirit. He says that Jesus is the glory of God manifested in the flesh. And the Holy Spirit is the glory of God without the flesh. Amen? Amen. You remember Jesus was limited in his physical body. He could be in one place, right? The Holy Spirit is not limited. It's still Jesus without the flesh, without the limitation of this flesh, of this body. Amen? Amen. I want you to put that revelation. The Holy Spirit just gave it to me, so I, I, I felt to share it because it's so powerful. When you begin to connect with the glory of God as a person, not a mist, not a smoke, not a feeling, yeah, not, not gold dust, those are manifestations because God can choose to manifest himself anywhere he chooses. Amen. But the glory of God is the person of God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I think it's the beauty of his spirit. Um, not necessarily like a physical beauty, but a spiritual I've never thought of the question, um, but I think the glory of God is everything that's beautiful, everything that he created in his image. Um, also, it says in the Bible that the glory of God passed by in a cloud. The glory of God to me means simply that we get to wake up every day and cherish another day that he has given us and to be thankful 
that he is in our lives and that we have this opportunity still to do that. Looking forward to seeing him. We can't live like beggars, like weaklings, when God has done everything for us to actually have the heavenly resources at our disposal. I know that message blessed you. It blessed me as I shared it in the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, God has called us to be His voice, to share the truth of His Word to all peoples around the world through television and mass media. And today I want to invite you to become a Kingdom Impact Partner with us. And together, you and us, we transform the kingdoms of this world into the kingdoms of our Lord and His Christ. Please listen to our announcement on how to partner with us today. Have you ever wanted to move in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit like the church in the book of Acts? Dr. Andrew N. Coyoyo tells you how you can in his latest book entitled, Working the Works of God. As our gift to you for partnering with Kingdom Impact Ministry today, we'd like to send you a free copy of Dr. Andrew N. Coyoyo's latest book, Working the Works of God. To learn how to become a Kingdom Impact partner or to sow a financial seed, call us toll free, 1-855-418-VOICE That's 1-855-418-6423 or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come broadcast 24-7 online at kingdomimpactministry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Network channels available on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, and iTunes. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423, or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. The preceding program was made possible by the faithful support of our viewers and sponsors.